0: This is. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We
1: Marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for
2: Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Credit like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Marking out.
0: Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 490. You can check us out, out.com, YouTube, and Instagram.com/slash MarkingOut11, Facebook.com/slash Marking Out. There's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Pro slash marking out there's a 4th of July sale going on July 1st to July 4th get 20% off by using the code America. I'm one of your hosts Brandon you could follow me on Twitter at bttg161 as well as the Instagram Not joined by Chris yet but you could follow him at Chris Sweendog but we are joined by Dave you could follow him on Twitter at Dave the rave underscore m o Dave how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing awesome as always.
1: How was your week? How was my week? My week was uh it was a good week. It was a good week in the life of Dave. Any fireworks. Anywhere, any fireworks by you? Dude, Every so night, many.
0: I don't understand what's going on. Where are people getting fireworks? How could they travel? I don't understand.
1: I saw I saw Twitter blowing up about conspiracies and everything like that. You know who knows who knows the truth. Do you know the truth? I don't. What do you know? Not much. I haven't done much this
0: week. I've uh, just been trying to figure out the this new MacBook Pro, and I, I just found out today that every song I ever purchased on iTunes is in some sort of cloud gimmick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I don't actually have to download the song to put in my library. I just just unhide it if I want it, and then it's there. Mm-hmm. Which like. Shocked me i guess Mm so well there you go yeah that's i mean that's that's pretty exciting considering that you thought you it was all gone no i didn't think anything was gone oh i thought you thought i always assumed that i'd be able to download it right from the right i mean if i needed it but i didn't expect it to Mm -hmm. be in some sort of non-existent real cloud thing
1: they're watching you, or
0: fake non-existent real cloud i don't know And I watched uh, this movie Eurovision came out today, Uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Rachel McAdams. How was it? I can't decide whether or not it was bad or not, but the songs, I kind of want to download the soundtrack. (laughs) Did you see Mm -hmm. anything about it or no?
1: I saw a commercial and it looked pretty much like uh, the other 15 movies that Will Ferrell has. Yeah, What's I, I kind of
0: wish uh, Will Farrell wasn't in it, but uh, <laughs> and it's weird because like he's on the soundtrack actually singing, mm-hmm. but Rachel McAdams isn't. It's a uh, uh, an actual singer that's singing for her. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's basically my week. Um,
1: Very cool. So then, I guess let's... before
0: we move on to pro wrestling, I, I feel like we should just say that uh, mention the speaking out movement on Twitter. And I mean, it's just absolutely, I mean, we're gutted reading all those stories and we support everyone speaking out. We support people who are not even, uh, ready, uh, to speak out. And it's just, it's crazy to see these names of people who you thought couldn't be nicer. And then these horrible stories come out and it just, it's insane. Some have been fired already. Some have been suspended
1: yeah, um, it's totally – it's – like you said, uh, it's, it's gut-wrenching to read what's being put out there and everybody's stories, and it really is awful. Um, we stand by everyone, and yeah, it's it's a really it's, – it's sad and upsetting to just see all of it. It has a lot of us speechless because you don't really know what to say. It's awful.
0: And I, I mean there's
1: no – real good segue out of that no there's absolutely no good segue out of that we're going to uh yeah, just move on
0: to sports entertainment
1: yeah let's talk about some monday night raw monday night nitro which opens
0: up with Drew McIntyre getting cut off by dolph ziggler Ziggler announced that him and Bobby, or Robert Roode, excuse me, were (laughs) traded to Monday Night Raw for AJ Styles. And uh, basically said he's owed a title match. And uh, McIntyre needs an opponent for Extreme Rules, which is now being dubbed Extreme Rules the Horror Show, I think.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I saw something like that.
0: And McIntyre... Um, basically, ran down Ziggler and said that he's basically everything that they despised when they were a tag team. He's become, and it's, it's just so random. What is Ziggler? And
1: like Robert, we've Rude. already had the we've already had the payoff between Ziggler and McIntyre many months ago. So the revisiting is just. Maybe know. this was supposed to be gender, though.
0: And Jinder was just injured.
1: Hmm.
0: What makes you say that? I mean, who else could it have been that, like, or maybe this was the plan all along, but I don't know.
1: But McIntyre,
0: McIntyre accepted Dolph Ziggler's challenge. So Extreme Rules, we have that. After this segment, Nia Jax came out, sat in a chair in the ring to speak about Charlotte getting another title shot and how she's been cheated out of uh, multiple shots. And then R-Truth came out, which it was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, and he was like, I- I'm supposed to have a match against Akira Tozawa. And then he accused Nia Jax of being Akira Tozawa because ninjas disguised themselves. <laughs> themselves, I should say. And uh, then Akira Tozawa and the other ninjas showed up and R-Truth ran off. But then Charlotte Flair came out and spoke about how Nia blew all her shots. And Nia, which I feel like I have to agree with, says that Flair gets stuff for being Flair. Um, I, which you know, how it, can you dispute that one? It's kind of an ironic segment because, like, I mean, it probably gets what she gets because she's Flair. And then
1: Nia Jax probably gets what she gets for maybe being in the family. I don't think she gets what she gets because the family. She's not really the family.
0: What do you mean? A hundred percent, she is. She is a hundred and ten percent. That's more than a hundred percent.
1: She's the Rock's cousin,
0: which is she's, part of the family. Uh, this. They they a hundred percent mention most times she's the cousin of the Rock. That means she's getting it. stuff because she, of the Rock.
1: Uh, well, I'm, not, I'm not, not saying
0: she's getting she's, stuff because she's of the not, Rock, but she's, she's not, she's not got part name, of the White Samoan family. What do you mean? It's the Anawahi. It's the whole family. It's everyone. The Rock, Rikishi, Afa, Sika. They're all different. They're not all at all related, but yeah, that's part of the exactly. family. She's
1: not She's not legit blood related to. Uh, uh, no, I believe she might be. I don't think she's blood to like Roman Reigns and stuff.
0: I don't know if she's blood the Rock, to.
1: The Rock isn't blood. He was that like. Right. Like, he was cut. blood Oops. brother. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Rocky, so Rocky I don't Johnson
0: think she's... and no, I mean Peter Maya and Alpha and Sika.
1: Yeah, so I don't think that she's actually blood in there. But that's not what we're talking about. It, I know. It's but part I, of the family. I don't. It's I don't think that the name. she gets stuff because of that, though.
0: Well, later on, uh, after it ends in a brawl, Flair was shown uh, coming out of the trainer's room with a banged up arm, and said it's not going to stop her from winning the match. Later on, winning the title. From Asuka. But after that, we had a championship match between the Street Profits, picking up the victory, retaining the championships against the Viking Raiders. Uh, I, I
1: like the cartwheel spot.
0: Uh, Uh-oh. Too, what? Too corny? I uh, I mean, we've. I feel like we've seen that from both of these teams already. But um, I did like when Eric caught uh, Montez Ford and power bombed him on, onto Dawkins. Yeah. And then the Street Profits hitting the Viking experience. I know that was cool. Mhm. But Andrade and Angel Garza attacked the Street Profits after this match.
1: Very interesting.
0: Yeah, and Charlie interviewed them afterwards and uh, and Zelina Vega basically put it out there that they want the the titles.
1: Which is cool because now it looks like Vega got a grip on everything. Yeah. Which is kind of reassuring. Wait. Why did you agree with me? No. What? Agree with you what? No, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> after that after that Seth
0: Rollins had a promo backstage just talking about Rey Mysterio and Dominic saying that the saddest part of all of this is that Rey Mysterio let Dominic get involved. And whatever happens to Dominic is on Rey Mysterio. Oh, So I'm, I'm really enjoying this storyline with uh, Seth Rollins
1: and Dominic and Rey Mysterio right now. I'm surprisingly, yeah, me too. I didn't expect to. But now, next up, yeah. Go on.
0: No, go for it. Asuka defeats Charlotte Flair to retain the Raw Women's Championship. Um, Asuka working... Charlotte's
1: flair... Uh, Charlotte's flair. <laughs> Charlotte's shoulder and arm the whole time. But the one thing that's down on this is flair went into the match with that injury after getting attacked, you know?
0: Yeah, I, it, and it's also... It's kind of weird for this to happen on a random episode of Raw.
2: Hmm?
0: But apparently Charlotte is going to be out for... An unknown amount of time some were reporting eight months some reported six weeks she said she'll be back around SummerSlam I think so Mm -hmm. who knows but Nia Jax was interviewed afterwards and basically said it'll be a shame if somebody kicked the queen while she was down uh, which led to Nia slamming Flair's arm in some sort of lid. And I thought for sure we would have seen some sort of triple threat match at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. But then stuff that happens later on cancels that out. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's, I guess, the end of Charlotte and Asuka for now. And maybe the end of Nia Jax and Asuka uh, for
1: now. I just wish that Asuka got a better win over Flair.
0: Yeah. And I, like I said, it's weird that it's just like, it's a random episode of Monday Night Raw that it happens on.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like Oscar has been played up more than any other wrestler currently, without the actual delivery of anything. Like it seems like they just fall short of it. But next up, you had a promo cut by Edge, um, not live, not live.
0: Yeah, probably in the ring that WWE lent him. Lent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he basically just said that Randy Orton didn't live up to being the better natural wrestler. And then he also brought up Christian. He brought up how the PG version of him has been put to bed and how he wants to emasculate Randy Orton and how he awoke the rated R superstar, <laughs> which is interesting because I would have assumed that once he came back, he was just already the rated R superstar.
1: Uh, I didn't know that we were gonna go through waking up every single character that they have. Yeah, I guess maybe Randy Orton is gonna have a live sex celebration to look forward to. I mean, God, God forbid we just had that with the Undertaker. Not like, the
2: <laughs>
1: Not that part. <laughs> that has not happened with the Undertaker. <laughs> oh my god! But but this but the the Undertaker going through all of his revisiting all of his characters as that he's ever had. It's, it's also kind character. of reminding me of Matt Hardy at this point. <laughs> not the live sex part, but the character part. Yeah, yeah,
0: and also I mean with what Randy Orton did to Edge and Christian and. Um, I mean, even, not to jump ahead, but with stuff with Big Show, perhaps, Legend Killer, the moniker, is back. So it should be interesting to see what unfolds with everything here. Um, Because Randy Orton, Orton was interviewed after that, and he said that he hopes Edge and Christian both make full recoveries. And he wants them to live a long, full life as long as they do it far away from him mm-hmm so that's an ultimate threat
1: yeah do you think I mean, that is possible that this turns into a triple i mean not a triple a tag team or something like that where edge turns on christian no i Ed don't have i don't see that okay. but
0: we don't even like later on in the night i'll just skip skip to it um big show well first of all rick flair comes out and first threatens nia Jax. Before moving on to putting Randy Orton over. Mm -hmm. Calls Randy Orton the greatest. He won the match. He gets the moniker, I guess. Randy Orton comes out, speaks about Christian and Edge. Big Show comes out and says that Randy Orton's going to pay for what he did to his friends. And then it led to Randy Orton claiming that Big Show was a legend and threatened him the same fate as Edge and Christian. Like we said, the legend killer moniker is back. Yeah. Big Show challenges him to step up. Randy Orton left. And he says what happens next to you is on is all on you. So I'm assuming we're going to be seeing some sort of Randy Orton and Big Show event at Backlash. Yeah. I'm mean, not Backlash. Um Extreme Rules.
1: Probably end with the uh the punt kick.
0: Yeah. But But moving yeah. back in time, R-Truth versus Akira Tozawa was supposed to be a scheduled match, not for the 24-7 championship, but Bobby Lashley came out, took out some ninjas, MVP took out some ninjas, and then he puts R-Truth in the master lock. They both leave, MVP and Lashley leave, and Tozawa sneaks in, and because that match wasn't official, didn't actually happen, he was able to win the
1: 24-7 championship. Right. That's, that's how I, I I think that, well, just to backtrack with Lashley, what's, what's up with him? Why?
0: He doesn't want the
1: 24-7 championship. I mean, that's so disrespectful. This is a 24, this is a title that was held by Gronk. It also, I I I tweeted out
0: on Raw, during Raw, it sucks that like you go from the WWE championship scene to the 24-7 championship scene. Yeah. But, I mean, that's fine as long as. I mean, I guess they don't have anything for Lashley right now, but.
1: Yeah, I thought that it was funny because once he locked that in, I'm like, oh, no.
0: I, but I thought luckily... the exact same thing. And yeah. it's funny because for, for a few weeks now or maybe one week now, we were saying, why didn't Bobby Lashley try to win the title?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: But after um, after that, we saw Natalya cut some sort of heelish promo about how the women's locker room needs a leader. And then we go on to her match against Liv Morgan. Lana is now managing Natalia. Did I say that
1: last week or did you say that last week or somebody say it? I don't remember, but, I mean, Lana met up with her backstage and, that, and Lana is pretty much fed up and thinks that she's not being respected or anything. So it looks like it's going to be Natalya with Lana now. Yeah, Natty picks up the victory. But like I said last week, Liv Morgan needed a win. I know.
0: She didn't get the win. And Natty's a heel again.
1: Well, also, let's not forget about the fact that they cut Liv Morgan's spots out of the match, apparently. What do you mean? Uh, Liv Morgan took to Twitter um, angry, it seems, at WWE because WWE posted a few pictures of Monday Night Raw of their match. And two of the spots was like a head scissors from Liv Morgan on Natalia and another spot. And both of those matches got cut from spots. their match on Raw. So Liv Morgan tweeted out to WWE saying, it's so nice that you showed these uh, two spots. Thanks for cutting them from Monday Night Raw or well, something like that. That's weird.
0: But later on in the night, Ruby Riot tried to stop Liv backstage and... Uh...
1: She's like, not now. No.
0: So she doesn't need Ruby Riot to get in her way. So I don't know if that's
1: going to lead to a reunion of sorts, but. I hope not because it's, I, I, it feels like such a fallback if you put them together because Liv, it's like a giving up on the potential of Liv and also on Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot hasn't really been able to shine since her return from injury Um, but Liv Morgan, she has to break out in solo and they just haven't done it. So putting her with Ruby, I wouldn't want. Right. Um, after this though, we saw the
0: Boston hug connection defeat the Iconics to successfully retain their tag team championships. Bailey forced Sasha to start the match and they almost lost right off the bat. Um, and I actually, right after Bailey at one point got knocked off the apron, I thought, the Iconics were going to win. Yeah. But Banks was able to fight the Iconics off, lock Peyton Royce in the bank statement, and just like the NXT match last week, my only complaint was I wish this had more time. I really enjoyed this match.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I thought it was a really good match. Um, Iconics, I'm a huge fan of. Boston Hug, even a bigger fan of. So I'm excited. I was excited for them to have a match. It just stinks that... Like, this is a feud that I want to see continue. Well, after the match,
0: Boston Hug were cutting a promo, and Sasha said that she's a little jealous of Bailey, that she gets to be Bayley Dose belts, and wants to experience having two titles, which she, like, 100%... 100%? 100% WWE was, like, HLS, hook, line, and sinker here. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you think... I'm Sasha happy that Banks, you said what... But-
1: I'm happy you broke down what that meant because I would have had no clue. (laughs) HLS, (laughs) pal. It's,
0: (laughs) you think Sasha Banks is going to finally turn on Bailey and she kind of, I want to experience that. I want to match against Asuka at Extreme Rules for the Raw Women's Championship. So you didn't, I mean, I thought for sure it was going to be, I'm challenging you, Bailey. Yeah. Uh, but Oscar came out she accepted it and it ends with her in the bank statement I don't foresee Sasha winning the title but I I mean and I also I wouldn't want Oscar's reign to be so short
1: but yeah I
0: would not at all mind if the cards were different if the stars were lined up differently if both of them had two titles
1: at once I think that that would be so cool if they both had the tag team championship and their respective brand championships as well. I think that would be awesome. That'd be fun. I really just don't want to see that because Oscar's
0: reign just started in May. So
1: yeah. um, Yeah. That's the problem with the Oscar thing, especially with Charlotte Flair out of the picture. Now it puts her at a disadvantage if she does lose that uh, championship.
0: Yeah. But after that, we saw MVP speaking to Apollo Crews, um, or spoke about Apollo Cruz about how Cruz needs him, which leads into the VIP lounge with Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. And MVP went over a few mistakes that Apollo's been making, and he's like, "I know how to fix everything." He wants him to join MVP, and Apollo Cruz again turned him down. Shelton Benjamin came out and attacked Apollo Cruz. And that leads into a match where Cruz retains the U S championship against Shelton, which was a good match, just way too short. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of hope for extreme rules, we get another match with this with more time. I've,
1: it's very possible.
0: But after, after Apollo one MVP was there clapping.
1: Makes you wonder. And then
0: a Bobby Lashley came out, locks the master lock on him.
1: Totally set him up on that.
0: Yeah. Uh, the closing of Monday Night Raw I thought was very
1: interesting. I was I was very entertained and hooked.
0: Rey Mysterio and Dominic were out in the ring, and Rey spoke about what happened last week, and said he's going to fight for Dominic, and he's going to be getting revenge on Seth Rollins, but he needs to do it himself. Mm -hmm. And Dominic's like, I'm not going anywhere. And Rollins came out and he's like, what should I do next? Do I go to the ring? Do I attack Ray? Do I attack Dominic? Out come Buddy Murphy and Austin Theory.
1: So question, right before this happens, I mean, he drops to his knees and everything and they come out. When he dropped to his knees.
0: I thought for sure Dominic
1: was going to attack Ray. Right? I know that that crossed my mind because the way that it was and I do you think that they did that on on purpose it has to be like the way that they set it up was Ray it was Seth Rollins on the outside of the ring uh on his knees and then you had Ray Mysterio facing him in the ring and then Dominic was standing like a little bit off to his side behind him yeah and the camera angle of it made it seem like Dominic was getting ready to pounce on Ray Mysterio <laughs> and then once Ray Rollins threw up his hands, I was just like, oh here it is. But then, Theory and uh, Murphy came out.
0: Yeah, and Alistair Black and Humberto Carrillo attacked them. Dominic got involved and held his own, which left Rollins four on one. And um, they went to drag Seth to the steps, but Buddy Murphy and Austin Theory stopped them. And then Seth Rollins had them hold Rey Mysterio while he attempted to do the eye thing to Dominic, but. Mm-hmm. Umberto and Alistair Black chased them off for the close of Monday Night Raw and I thought it was very a very good ending of Monday Night Raw.
1: I agree. Unlike um, last week, uh this the end of Monday Night Raw felt like an end of Monday Night Raw, you know? It I think that it delivered. The past few weeks it felt like the ten o'clock hour where you just lo- lost track of time. You're like, is this gonna be over at any point soon? But this really hooked you in.
0: Yeah, Moving over Uh, to NXT They aired some footage Prior of uh, Earlier in the night of Cameron Grimes running away from Damian Priest Who was attacked by his car And then Cameron Grimes Came out, cut a promo About how Damian Priest was faking it To get out of facing him Priest comes out, bandaged up Trying to be held back Grimes jumps him Uh, And then, of course, the referee rings the bell because that's what happens. You get a pre-match brawl that leads into the actual match. (laughs) At least it wasn't on the ramp, though. (laughs) Big whoop. (laughs) Uh, But Cameron Grimes, I expected Damian Priest to win here. Grimes picked up the big victory over him. Priest went to go hit the razor's edge outside of the ring but couldn't because of his, I guess, ribs or back. And Grimes hit that cave-in outside. And then when he... Because of that happened outside the ring, I was like, oh, obviously Priest is going to make that comeback. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Got back into the ring and hit a, uh, another cave-in to win.
1: Yeah. I thought it was really – I was surprised that he picked up the victory. But I thought it was really good. Uh, next up, you had a Thatcher promo from uh, the – what is it? The Thatcher School? Whatever it's called. He's yeah.
0: applying uh, a, a single-leg Boston Crab this time. Yeah. Um, don't know what's uh, much more about what's going to be happening with this, but after this we saw Santos Escobar defeat Jake Atlas. Uh, good match. Yeah, Atlas has been very pro Maverick for weeks now.
1: And I, I, I still don't understand why. I, you, I,
0: your guess is as good as mine. Like, but... I
1: mean, th- this pro Maverick thing has been, even when Maverick was backstage uh, losing during the tournament, Atlas was with, by his side yeah so and i I kind of thought we were gonna see Maverick here, but
0: that didn't happen mm-hmm. well I mean which I guess good reason because Maverick was injured last week, yeah, he was taken to the hospital, so but it was still i mean it's it went as expected,
1: so yeah, I'd say so after this,
0: Next. we saw the undisputed era with uh roderick strong i kept trying to like not say roddy piper <laughs> and kyle o'reilly revealed that he's the doctor they were all like whoa it's kyle <laughs> and i thought that was funny but they all hyped roderick strong to get over for, for him to get over his fear of dexter loomis to get him into a, a trunk
1: and he got
0: into the trunk and they celebrated that he was able to and then adam cole brought up that roderick strong is going to be facing dexter loomis later on And he was like,
1: he was shook. Yeah, he was a little bit surprised, but he was willing to uh, step up to the plate. Yeah. Uh, After that, we saw Indus
0: share with Malcolm Bivens being interviewed. And he was just going over what happened last week, saying that they walked down to see who's going to be um, facing, who's going to be walking out as champions. And then Oni Larkin and Danny Burch attacked them for no reason.
1: I think that this tag team has a lot of potential. We just, I mean, obviously we need to see more of them, so. Exactly. We got to see more of them. Next up was Dakota Kai picking up, and uh, Gonzalez picking up a victory over Casey Express. I actually really like this match.
0: This, I think, was my favorite match of the week. What about that power bomb spot? That was one of the best power bombs I had ever seen in twenty
1: plus years that I've been watching wrestling. I mean, Gonzalez with that like one handed power ba- uh, power bomb spot. I
0: showed it to Mike, and I he goes, "Eh, it was okay." I was
1: like, "What? What? <laughs> what?" I thought it was sick.
0: It was literally one of the best power bombs I have ever seen. Raquel like, Gonzalez, that was fantastic. Did
1: you tweet her it?
0: I didn't tweet to her. I tweeted about it, though. Yo,
1: I'm going to tweet to her. Get I that tweeted retweet. multiple times about it. Get that retweet. Yeah. yeah
0: but... That's going to happen,
1: Mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a mark for that retreat. You know me. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I am. So, up, so uh, they, had... they
0: win, and Dakota Kai warned Io that it's not her NXT, and she's coming for the, the championship. And I believe... Next week, we're going to be seeing a number one contenders match
1: for the for the women's championship. I don't recall. Uh, next up, you had Cross pick up the victory over Reed. Now, this match, I actually was a huge fan of this match, too, especially because it wasn't a squash match. Right. It was. Yeah, it it wasn't how you thought it would be. Not at all. Bronson, and Bronson was, stepped up big time here. And what was cool about this match was Reed. He got his offense in there. But the way that cross was going about selling the offense from Reed, he was putting over Reed, but he was also maintaining his persona and character of, he wasn't really getting knocked out or anything like that. He was still in it and he was pumped. Yeah. And I like overall Bronson
0: Reed was intense and it was, it showed it. It, it, they worked very well together.
1: I agree. Now, hopefully Reed uh, follows this up next week. They, I think that Reed does need a match next week, uh, and a pick victory. up a victory over somebody else.
0: Yeah. But um, Adam ahead. Cole was interviewed afterwards about who he'd like to see win in the main event. And he said he doesn't care. Doesn't matter who wins the triple threat. He's going to be walking out of, uh, the great American bash as champion. Uh after that they aired another Mercedes Martinez vignette which uh she said she's going to be flipping the entire division upside down. So I don't know, do you see EO keeping the title? And like her defeating EO for it or do you see somebody else winning the title? Like I don't know what their time frame is to to debut Mercedes Martinez or re-debut, I, I should say.
1: I don't know. I I want to see EO hold it for a while. So, but does that mean that Mercedes has to go after EO on her debut? I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be. So. I would. I wouldn't mind Martinez making her debut and going after Ripley. What if? Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't think that would happen because that's like a, like that's too AEW if they did that, where they have a competitor like Mercedes Martinez debut, go against the champion, and then lose. Where does that person go from there? They oh, wait, just I'm had sorry. the title wait,
1: she's, match. Wait, she's facing Io?
0: No, I'm saying that's, that would be an, an AEW thing. I don't
1: think that would happen. Uh, oh. No, no. I think that if, if Martinez came in, but came in attacking Ripley, and set up Martinez versus Ripley, and have Io feud with somebody else with the championship. And I, I don't
0: think... know if I see that either. I don't know if I'd necessarily see Mercedes Martinez as a heel.
1: I definitely see her as a heel. What I'm excited for is her versus Basler, Because so, they're both so very you get similar. That,
0: that's a face versus heel. I, you know, I, I don't... Baszler has never... Where is she? She's She's gone. Yeah, she's been
1: gone for a while.
0: But earlier in the night, they had Rhea Ripley arriving to the arena. Uh, she, she spoke about Io Shirai. Robert Stone cut her off and told her that Aaliyah signed with the Robert Stone brand and then asked Rhea to to join him and she ends up attacking him tossing him into a dumpster and then Aaliyah showed up slapped Rhea Ripley leads into this eventual match where Rhea Ripley picks up the victory over Aaliyah
1: I thought that Ali was actually going to pick up the victory. For I a
0: don't know how. That's this match went exactly how I thought it would.
1: So what? Minus what was Robert
0: Stone getting up on the apron and throwing his shoe.
1: Why is that not the DQ?
0: I don't know. This I guess is because a shoe, it's not a weapon. Well, I mean, they use a belt. Since when is a belt? They they say the belts aren't weapons. I don't, dude. He threw a shoe. Well,
1: that should be a DQ.
0: But, but Ripley traced him around and uh, ends up hitting the Riptide on Aaliyah to win.
1: But right before the Riptide is where I thought there was going to be the victory because she was getting distracted by uh, Stone. Yeah. And when she got back into the ring, I thought for sure Aaliyah was going to get like that quick, very very quick, cheap. I, yeah, uh, I thought
0: that victory. as well for that split second. But
1: yeah, okay. So you, but no, so but you going
0: thought... into this match, there's no way you would have expected Aaliyah to win.
1: Oh, no. Going into this match, I didn't expect that at all. But once I saw that spot, I'm like, oh, wow. Right here, Aaliyah could potentially win.
0: Later on, Robert Stone was begging William Regal for a rematch on behalf of Aaliyah. And William Regal sets up Robert Stone and Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley, I think maybe next week. So we're going to get another intergender wrestling match, which is cool. And yeah, Robert Stone
1: will be making his in ring debut for, for NXT. That is very cool. Now, what kind of condition are we gonna see Robert Stone in, though? You
0: know. Probably scared. I don't know. Yeah. I
1: mean, probably hopefully make he's not...
0: Aaliyah do all the work kind of thing. I don't know,
1: maybe. Who knows? Could be, could be. But next up you had Dexter Loomis pick up the victory over Roderick Strong. Um via countdown. Roddy was too nervous to wrestle. Yeah. And I guess next week we're going to have another therapy session.
0: Yeah. Dexter Maybe. Loomis locked uh, Bobby Fish in the katagatame And he escaped. And we're not getting a therapy match or a therapy session. We're getting a strap match. Dexter Loomis and Roderick Strong have a strap match next next week.
1: They could always do a therapy session before that. At the Great American Bash. Hmm.
0: Main event of the evening saw Keith Lee retain the North American championship against Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. Awesome match. Good, hard-hitting match. Um, Gargano, like the very, very beginning, staying out of the match and then trying to take advantage of that, I thought was cool.
1: Great heel tactic.
0: Yeah, and then I like when Balor went for the 1916 outside and Keith Lee pounced both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Finn Balor hits the coup de grace on uh, Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee, able to hit the bang, the, the big bang catastrophe on Finn Balor to, to win. And yeah. then Adam Cole came down. They had a stare down. This match will be taking place for both championships, winner take all Either Adam Cole walks out as the NXT champion and the North American champion, or Keith Lee walks out with both titles July 8th. That's two weeks from this week or whatever.
1: So <laughs> call it. Who do you think is I, gonna come out as the go I ahead. don't know. I'm gonna go with Keith Lee. I'm going Keith Lee.
0: I don't I don't know. It's it's very difficult for me to see Adam Cole lose the the championship, mm-hmm. given how long he's been champion, but it's also very difficult to see Keith Lee not walking out as champion. Exactly. So next week we have the Great American Bash for two weeks in a row. Uh, the last time we, we saw this was SmackDown in 2012. Mm-hmm. So... But that was NXT. For SmackDown, they advertised a tribute to The Undertaker. So they started off with a video package for him. They aired the Boneyard match. Uh, The roster was chanting, thank you, Taker. King Corbin cut a promo on Undertaker, calling him an old bag of bones, and he went in hard. Jeff Hardy ends up jumping him, which sets up the main event. After that, we saw Nikki Cross defeat Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, and Alexa Bliss to become a number one contender for Bayley's SmackDown Women's Championship at Extreme Rules. Um, New Day teamed up with Lucha House Party to defeat Cesaro, Nakamura, and Miz and Morrison. Then Braun Strowman told... story about when he met Bray Wyatt for the first time and how a snake bit him over and over again and Braun came to the realization that Bray Wyatt was the devil and he basically I guess proposed a match at the Wyatt family compound I guess for Extreme Rules and then the main event of Smackdown saw Jeff Hardy defeat Baron Corbin at some point point. The face SmackDown locker room surrounded the ring to cheer Jeff on. And after the match, King Corbin attacked Jeff Hardy. Kofi tried to make the save, but Corbin took him out. Biggie hits the big ending. They call for Braun Strowman to get into the ring. He hits a power slam. Jeff has Matt Riddle get into the ring, who does the floating bro. And then they all celebrate. I kind of feel like Maybe they could have scrapped SmackDown as a whole, but, um, yeah, we're, that's, that's SmackDown, uh, and here's, goodbye to Dave, hello Chris, here's
2: AEW, Yep, that's right, Chris here. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDawg. I am real tired because I woke up at 4.50 this morning for some reason. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's and if we recorded at 9 o'clock tonight, I probably wouldn't have made it, and I would have had one of my classic Chris Falls Asleep During the Show uh, segments. (laughs) But... I am the TNA, uh, TNA, (laughs) (laughs) the AEW analyst and hashtag the best thing about marking out. So let's get on to the AEW portion of the show this week. You know, Uh, I thought, I I
0: thought it was interesting. They had uh, Cesar Bononi.
2: Yeah, Cesar Bononi. Well, what I read was allegedly they told NXT talent, you have 30 days no compete and then do whatever you want. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming he probably reached out to somebody, or he's friends with somebody, this, that, and the other thing, and got him in there. Maybe we'll see him on Dark next week.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh, very possible. Yeah. Although, quite frankly, I don't think there should be any wrestling next week at all.
2: Yeah, I know. I, I kind of feel you on that, especially with this. It's not. It's essentially it's not the second wave because we because America just hasn't controlled it, um, and we're seeing a lot of have you spoken about this yet on the show oh yeah you don't know that because we're recording on a thursday (laughs) again um but you know the COVID 19 virus is starting to run through the wwe and aew rosters as it was reported uh this week that a bunch of wwe talent were tested and tested positive for the virus um and precautionary reasons as this week on dynamite it was supposed to be john moxley in action which has on commentary uh but that didn't happen because apparently allegedly not allegedly
0: renee and, young came forward and said she has covid
2: yeah she has she has her
0: adam pierce and kayla braxton came forward and said she's got it again
2: she got it twice wow so um it's starting to rear its ugly head into a entertainment field that has been going strong and is doing what they have had to do since march and since this whole thing took place but um in my opinion they made the best out of the situation also it was supposed to be this week it was supposed to be the natural nightmares versus ftr that didn't happen as qt marshall may have been exposed to the virus so him and all his trainees couldn't even come to dynamite this week which
0: i think i mean maybe it was a blessing
2: yeah, I thought, I mean, we'll get into it once we get to uh, to that, but let's start off at the top of the show, AEW Dynamite from Daily Place, um, you had in a fantastic, super heavyweight lumberjack match, by the way, I was laughing for most of the match, because, you know, they do that circle around the ring, you see everybody as a lumberjack, and then you see Chuck and Trent. God bless Le- them. <laughs> That's when, when
0: when they first did lumberjack matches in WWE. They were all dressed like lumberjacks, right? I
2: I, I believe that was the gimmick, and then that so went away. It, it did go away, but best fantastic throwback. But I and I like I think Chuck was like, "Hey, Cole Cabana gave us the idea. We stole it from him." <laughs> but Wardlow. Picks up a victory over Luchasaurus in a lumberjack match. It was a good big man match. It was like, a great big man match. And they showed off. They, they okay, both moves.
0: On. They both they both move like cruiserweights.
2: Yeah, and you know, especially Luchasaurus with the, those big leg kicks, which yeah. was fantastic. Um,
0: he hit the black mass on Wardlow to make him fall off the stage.
2: Yeah, which then did I, that
0: shooting star press onto everybody,
2: which is great. I thought it was awesome. So we'll see, you know, where the, it, it, the afterwards there was a post match scuffle, which then led to Tony Khan announcing it's going to be Jungle Jurassic Express versus Wardlow and MJF at Fighter Fest next week.
0: I keep so, I keep referring to them as Jungle Express.
2: Jungle Express, yeah, it's it is what it is. But hey, listen, solid in ring action going on with that. Um, Next up you had tag team wrestling as Wait. I'm sorry, I I'm I'm all, I'm all out of order here. My apologies. We had or...
0: Hikaru Shida okay,
2: that was it. defeating
0: sorry. Red Velvet after this, which uh before the match, Penelope Ford tried to attack Hikaru Shida and Shida like it, it was like a almost like a pull apart brawl at first, if I'm remembering that correctly. But then the match gets started, it was a quick two move match and then as soon as it was finished swashbash. yeah Cold as soon as it was swashbash. finished Hikaru Shida went outside and uh beat up Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford and I, yeah. it was it was cool it was cool to see how uh like intense Hikaru Shida was that it only took two moves in that match
2: yeah um but at next week one of the hottest uh wrestlers right now in AEW Penelope Ford getting a lot of wins stringing together a lot of wins recently on her way to a AEW Women's Championship match. So that would be pretty cool. Um next up you had a MMA style press conference for Fighter Fest with Cody Rhodes and Jack, Cody and Jake Hager sounding off um you know having some quote unquote wrestling journalists there
0: which is bizarre that they had the two news sources actually there. Yeah. And they were like legitimate too. This segment lost me though.
2: No, I, I, I agree. I mean, it would have I been thought, if it was, if it was shorter and it was a little bit more to the points. not even the like, fact I that it like was like, uh, got a, I feel like Cody got it a huge ginormous promo. Yeah. About the TNA championship, which I, it was a it's great promo. A-W don't get me wrong. Brother. <laughs> what aew brother what did I say? tna i'm looking i'm looking at results right now it says tnt so i keep flipping uh, it around oh uh, um, so then i was
0: wrong too it's tnt
2: yeah <laughs> um you know talking about the tnt championship you know talking about hope talking about how the title's not even finished yet this is that and the other thing if the jake hager just gradually walks in and goes you ready they yeah. do their pose off Did do everything like that and then, Jake Hager's it, wife throws a glass of water at Cody. That's it.
0: And Dustin gets pissed at that. And it's like, I don't it, – it's water. I don't –
2: Hey, listen.
0: I, I thought it was dumb when WWE did this sort of thing. I think it's dumb when they do it. I don't – I'm not a fan of the UFC press conference style.
2: They're trying to make it more of a sport than an entertainment aspect. And I get that. But I it kind of lost me. I was just like, all right, cool. Where's Jake Hager? Where's Jake Hager? I thought Cody, you know, Cody is so outstanding, cutting a promo. But it, and, and it's also and our, I think Artie Anderson was a kind of kind of a little. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, which... it was just like a ramble. Yeah,
0: and and I think it's stupid though, because last week we literally had Cody questioning whether or not the Nightmare Family even exists, and here they just like a solid unit. No mention of last week. No mention of him getting beat up and and them coming to his. Uh, Savior or whatever. Yeah. So. But after this, we had Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss in another video package um, where they were at a gas station, a very public area, no masks.
2: Yep. It's Florida.
0: You don't have to wear masks in Florida?
2: I don't know. I'm pretty sure you do, but. uh, Wearing masks everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's not something I, I love seeing these people online like up. Oh, it's there was that one video I think it was uh, Eric.
0: I I think I retweeted a video of yes. these women yelling.
2: Yeah, yelling and saying it's about their and God, and this, and God's of-
0: God's breathing method or whatever.
2: Mm. Yeah. So, listen. Stick back to uh, asking. About, uh, this, you know why these women are doing this? Because they can't get to the manager. That's why. Oh, yeah, okay. That's why they're preaching in front of Congress, because they can't go to their public rest- restaurants and get into an argument with the manager.
0: I just I, – I I really I, – I see pictures of people out at restaurants and stuff now in phase two or three. Or and three I we just,
2: three just started yesterday.
0: And I really – I just don't get it. I, I yeah. don't get it. Why would you want to go out with a mask? Like I can't even – like it's difficult for me to breathe in the mask to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go out in summer heat and sit at a restaurant with a mask on until my food gets there. That's not fun. I don't want. That's not. That's not an experience I want.
2: Um. Yeah. I'm not going to sit down at a restaurant until phase seven. That's why I'm I, at. I'm I, at.
0: I I'm at hashtag phase twenty. I thought it was nineteen last or week. Phase nineteen, whatever. I'm moving up. If you guys want Christmas <laughs> to not be canceled, wear your mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is six months from today. You guys are going to ruin it for everybody.
2: Yeah, I know. And they're going to ruin it for all these kids for Halloween, too. It's going to be, so, oh, be so depressing. Oh, could you
0: even imagine trick or treat? Oh, what are you this year? A COVID patient. Oh, what are you? A doctor.
2: <laughs> but, but hey, listen, that's good for all the frontline workers during this. Hey, I'm a nurse this year. They have hey, no I...
0: choice but to be. It's either a nurse, <laughs> a doctor, or a ninja. What else can you be? There's nothing.
2: But you can just wear like a mask. Like, you can get an Eddie from Iron Maiden mask and wear that and just put a little, uh, you know, some gimmicks yeah, in there so you can breathe those, properly. Those
0: don't have mouth holes?
2: Yeah, they have mouth holes, but you can put a mask underneath it.
0: The hottest costumes for COVID this year is a COVID patient, a nurse, doctor, a luchador.
2: Perfect. There you go. There's oh, your or the guy from V from Vendetta. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wow. Um but I thought this promo was uh, the, all these promos that they've been shooting. Yeah, I'm, them, I'm a big fan of those. Yeah. Spectacular. And uh, Joey, if you found the Doontello, let us know. I'm a big fan of that stuff. Um, but
0: but the, the video package leads into Brody Lee and Colt Cabana picking Easter. up their victory. That's right, Mr. Brody Lee and Colt Cabana picking up a victory over Joey, Janela, and Sonny Kiss.
2: I have been. I, I said this last week. I am still continuing to be completely in love with the team of Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss. Yeah, There's so much, and I don't think I've seen enough Sunny Kiss before the AEW thing. What a spectacular style of wrestling Sunny Kiss has.
0: Yeah, I was. I mean, we've the been splits. we've been big fans of Sunny Kiss from before AEW. We, as in me and David, at least.
2: I've heard the name before, but I've never seen a lot of a lot of work from Sunny Kiss. Yeah. So, but post match, you then have Lance Archer come out and annihilating Sunny Kiss and taking out Joey Janela as well. Uh, this sets up a match for Fighter Fest.
0: Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it's a big thing. Cabana got the victory here. Yes. Absolutely. And then, and then later on, when Brody brought up. The them versus SCU at Fighter Fest, Cabana seemed a bit hesitant. Because they are his friends. Yeah. Also, during this match, I could swear to God I heard somebody fart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. Okay.
0: Janela gave Brody a backdrop over the top rope, and here.
1: <laughs>
0: and I literally I rewound it and watched that clip maybe like ten times. Because remember we when they uh, they did it on the cruz at one point, you hear a, a fart sound too.
2: No, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I forget. I forget at what point during on the on the Jericho cruise. But this, I I swear. To, and I I tried to like look up to see if anybody else was tweeting about hearing a fart noise, but I could not find anything. I thought it was. <laughs> I, I, I literally I watched it over and over again.
2: I woke up at 4:50 in the morning. Brandon went to bed at 4:50 in the morning because he was trying to look if anybody else was talking about the fart noise to make his tag match. <laughs>
0: Uh, Up next, though, you had FTR defeating SCU. Um, Awesome. JR burying other teams in AEW is uh, something to (laughs) to listen to, though, for not using the tag rope.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, this
0: was a a really good match. This was, I think, not I think, this was my favorite match of AEW Dynamite.
2: Which one? Dax, who's...
0: Um I, which... I told you last week it's Dash and
2: So Dawson. Dash Harwood was the one who he did this. Cash,
0: the... It's Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood.
2: Harwood. Um who was the one that did the uh slingshot suplex off the ropes?
0: I, I don't I, I would assume it was
2: Dawson? Whatever regardless, that's one, maybe. I don't know. ProSNT.com slash Barking out.
0: Last week it was.
2: It was. Um, I like that, and then how he looked directly at Telly Blanchard in the crowd and hit, and hit the Four Horsemen sign. Yeah, that pin. was
0: that was Dawson.
2: I pop. Okay, that was Dawson. So I think that's Dax. Yeah, Hardwood.
0: D- Dax yeah. Hardwood.
2: So really great tag team wrestling here. Um, and, they and they teased
0: the Four Horsemen stable. They did. Mm. With who? What do you mean? He looked at. Holly, you gotta assume maybe something's in the in the works
2: that's right, and then they mentioned something about it on commentary, like oh yeah, maybe a new uh new four horsemen or something,
0: and then Double a can turn on Cody or something or Cody can turn on Double a
2: or maybe Cody can turn on the nightmare family, yeah, and he'll be like the flair, and then Spears'll be your uh. A
0: flair because he's got blonde hair.
2: he be Luger. Or, yeah. Well, not even that. I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, but big post-match scuffle as the Butcher and the Blade uh, stole FTR's pickup truck. And Andy Williams looking extremely menacing, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, maybe the best facial hair in all professional wrestling. Um... But yeah, and saying that they're challenging the FTR and the Young Bucks to a match of Fighter Fest in a eight man match and their tag team partners will be none other than the Lucha Bros making their first uh, uh, showing on AEW Dynamite in about three months. I, I didn't I I I didn't like that part. Why? I, I, I can get you on that. Was it like the camera angles? They're talking and all of a sudden you just see them in the ring. Right. And be like, Oh yeah, and we're gonna it... have our tag partners, uh, you know, Phoenix and uh Pentagon, and then they turn around and then they cut back to the ring.
0: Yeah, it should have been it should have been like Butcher and Blade saying, with our tag team partners, and then introduce that it's Pentagon and and Phoenix, and then uh FTR would turn around and just like get beat up by them.
2: Yep.
0: Instead, but- they turn around, they they see Lucha Bros. Yeah. They had time, plenty of time, between seeing them and being attacked to get out of the ring or to attack first or whatever. So, for me, it wasn't a good, like, pop return. Like, it was cool first seeing them, but then as soon as FTR turned around, it should have been, like, instant gratification or whatever. But that didn't happen. But I'm happy I'm happy that the Lucha Bros are back.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be a barn burner of a match. Although I'm that,
0: not really necessarily looking forward to FTR teaming with young bucks.
2: But it's gonna happen. You know it's gonna happen. They have to do that first to keep their, you know, like friend friends but enemies, frenemies, you could say. Uh going on. Yeah. Uh yeah. And then that'll lead to, you know, I'm hoping all out but the way it looks like there probably won't be people in the stands at all out so
0: who knows because aew i have no idea who was in that crowd there was a lot of people there there was fans there were like actual like where, where did they get fans from did fans like were they like we know the talent fans or
2: like friends and family like they're doing with wwe yeah i'm not too sure
0: and even then there were people not wearing masks yeah They had some people wearing masks, some people weren't. And it's like, I really, I do not care if AEW is doing medical testing before each show. Like, it just makes no sense. Just wear a mask. Yeah, true. After this, though, they had a video package of Kenny Omega, Adam, Page, and the best friends. Um, I thought this was an awful segment. Why? It just, it, it felt more of like a BTE thing than TV. Like, uh, it felt like a, a BTE segment filmed for TV, if that makes that's sense. That's essentially what it was. So that, like, it just, like. Eh. But then,
2: again, with Best Friends, too, they have that weird, and they even have it on TV, too. They have a very funny, sort of weird dynamic to them, if you know what I mean. So, like, their sit-down interview stuff, where, like, was that's why the way it was, they were kind of, you know, talking. They're just like, what are you talking about? Does, does yeah, that make just,
0: sense? I, it does, but I just it just doesn't. That stuff, I guess, doesn't click with me. Like there are some things on on being the elite that I like, but I don't this watch just, it. I, well, I mean, I don't religiously watch it. When it pops up, I'll see it. When I used to watch it a bunch, but never really cared for the Young Bucks. So,
2: yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, Aren't after you a big Young Buck fan, never. What? Yeah, i have been here. I mean, I've liked them, but I'm not going out grabbing my super kick party saying, "Oh, pambox super kick me in the face." Yeah. Yeah, they were they were the best. The best version of them was
0: Generation Me.
2: Oh, those matches they had with uh <laughs> Motor City Machine Guns.
0: When they weren't able to do super kick, super kick, super kick.
2: Before they realized that they don't have to just do super kick, super, super kick, super kick, yeah. yeah. Or I'm, I don't think they were allowed to.
0: I don't know. Impact. Uh, I, control, I think we saw them on
2: the, if I'm not mistaken, a dark match for an ROH show, and everyone's like,
0: it, it was, was a dark. The it was a dark. I think it was
2: match. a dark match. Yeah.
0: I, I know we saw them at PWS. I know that we saw them at Ring of Honor. Yes. I don't. I don't think. It, I don't know if it was a dark match though.
2: I thought it was. My apologies if I was wrong.
0: Yeah, but uh, I might have seen them multiple times at a, a Ring of Honor event, but. After that, we saw Brian Cage completely annihilate Joe Cruz, which uh you once I mean you already mentioned it was supposed to be Moxley facing Joe Cruz. No, it was was it supposed to be Moxley? It's
2: supposed to be Moxley in action with Taz on commentary. Okay.
0: Yeah, so Taz still did commentary, and then afterwards Taz cut a promo on John Moxley. He's like, John Moxley, where are you? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, there you are.
2: Sitting at home, like, loop.
0: Little...
2: Yep, Bob Hacklin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. When, when Cage was taunting in the ring, I couldn't stop thinking about you from last week's show. With what? <laughs> when he was sitting. Duh, 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 duh. Uh, <laughs> I just said, for some reason, I couldn't stop. Um, Brian but Cage, yeah, can't turn. <laughs> Who's to, Who knows if we'll see this match at Fighter Fest in two weeks? <sighs>
0: Yeah, I. that's like, they're still with, advertising it, but...
2: And with you saying that, oh, uh, you know, they should close down for two weeks. They can't just close down for two weeks, you know? Cause nobody, people...
0: like, everybody should be, like, I, I can't say it should be a mandatory thing, but, like, it was discussed when this first popped up, and literally nobody was, like, on board. And then, like, cases went skyrocketing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to reopen New York State.
2: Well, we're, New York State's the number one safest state in the country. But if cases are going up... No, but they've also signed an order, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut... Uh, yes, I saw if that. You're, if you're traveling from outside of uh, these three states, you have to go on a 14-day quarantine before you can do anything.
0: However... However... You're not enforcing that. What? Where are they enforcing that?
2: When you there, come...
0: Where are they... But, like, when, when, when you go... When you fly, let's say from MCO to JFK, where are they putting you?
2: I don't know. Are I you think you have to, to ra- stay? Ra-
0: right. So you go. I saw. I don't know if the stories are true. I saw Hawaii had that rule, and they were actually arresting people for
2: leaving resorts and like going out of their room and stuff. Oh, well, by. But parents are going to Aruba, right? In August, and they said. So you get off the plane, they take your temperature check and they give you a, a, well, to get on the plane, you had to have a COVID test saying, you know, if you're positive or negative, you're going to go there, you're going to get your temperature uh, taken when you get off the plane. If you get off the plane, and you have a temperature, you have some sort of symptoms, they put you in a separate like hotel. And if you don't have a temperature or anything like that, then you go to, you get to go to your resort and have all the fun.
0: See, and what's crazy, it's like Florida had that two week. They isolation, still have it. right? So, but people are flying from New York to Florida, and they're not isolating for two weeks. It's not enforceable. Nobody's enforcing it.
2: Because Florida's dumb. So
0: I don't see it being any different here.
2: It, it'll be good here. Uh, I, I have a feeling. I have, I have faith in our. our I don't. <laughs> I have faith in Cuomo. And I, don't what have, I don't have
0: faith in anybody. At this uh, point, like it's like I, I said from the start. Well, not from the start. From the start, I was like, eh, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm still going to go out and do stuff. But, but once it started getting, like, super serious, I was like, we're not – like, there goes the summer. The summer's gone. And you see people at bars and everything gathering. I just saw a bar in New Jersey lost their liquor license because it, it had so many people there. And they were just not wearing masks.
2: Yeah. I went – I picked up our, our favorite restaurant, opened up – back up yesterday. So I went there and picked up food. And I was wearing my mask, but, you know, there's people sitting down at tables, socially distant apart from each other, you know, not wearing masks and stuff like that. I, as I said, I'm not going to restaurants. I'll go in and get, get it to go food. And that's about it. So continuing on with AEW Dynamite, you have plexiglass. <laughs> yeah, Plexiglas. Let's talk about isolating people <laughs> in Plexiglas. Uh, Big Swole gets the upper hand over Dr. Britt Baker as well because she dumps a trash can over the top of her Rolls Royce and it still gets in. Yeah. Shout out to the security guard for wearing a mask. A Britt Baker DDM mask. Role, role model.
0: Oh, awesome. you can be a dentist. We'll ch- I mean, that's a doctor, so.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, you have Broken Matt Hardy uh, picking up a victory over... um. Santana. Santana. It was supposed to be Sammy Guevara, but uh, Sammy Guevara... Did you speak, we didn't speak about this. Sammy Guevara has been indefinitely suspended from All Elite Wrestling due to comments that came out uh, from his past four years ago about uh, being very disgusting towards uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, he's made several apologies, but I'm hoping because of this, they kind of you know smack some sense into him and keep him off TV and keep him not paid for a very long time. Um... It's what he said was pretty disgusting, especially in the 2020 climate stuff getting out of there out there will not help you in any way, shape or form. Uh, so props to AEW for doing this.
0: Yeah. Um, but as far as the actual match goes, fans are able to vote on which Matt Hardy will be wrestling. Yeah. And broken Matt won. I voted the... for a different one. I forget which one
2: with a new drone.
0: Yes, I forget what the drone is Neo called. Neo one. Neo one.
2: You always got to name your drones.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I guess.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mine's <laughs> mine's, mine's Pat Guard One. Pat Guard One. Yeah, Pat
0: Guard One. You named so, it
2: after. <laughs> I named it after my buddy Pat because <laughs> he's such a good, he's such a great friend. I was supposed to see him today, maybe, but that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, afterwards though, you have uh, Santana Ortiz level Matt Hardy with the Street Sweeper. Um, Private Party comes down to help out their friend Matt Hardy which then sets up for Fighter Fest next week. It'll be Private Party versus Santana Ortiz. So I'm hoping this is like your first tag team match of the three that are on this next week's card.
0: I I really hope that they end up looking like the Hardys and Michael Hayes.
2: <laughs> they are. What what you comes out with Kane?
0: Dude, and he comes out where they're wearing like the matching like red shirt or whatever and green pants
2: or something. They come out through fire.
0: Well, not fire, but that'd be a different version. That'd be Gangrel, the new brood.
2: The new brood. That's it.
0: AEW Uh, ends with a face-to-face, the ex champion Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy face-to-face. Jericho telling Orange Cassidy that he was not a fan and did not like Orange Cassidy at all when he first heard about him. But then started to like him
2: because he saw that he got himself over. And which that's the, one of the biggest things in professional wrestling. Is um, it's not a, other people getting you over. It's about you getting yourself over.
0: And then he did his gimmick stuff to Chris Jericho. Jericho didn't sell it. And uh, Jericho broke Orange Cassidy's glasses. And that made him snap.
2: Yep. They brawled they throughout the crowd. the crowd. Got hit with a jib. Smash his ear, Orange Cassidy, end off the show with Orange Cassidy, uh, has another pair of sunglasses somewhere in the arena. Puts those on, bleeding, and uh, this sets up in two weeks you're going to have Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho, which I'm very excited about.
0: Now, do you think it should be some sort of table match because Jericho went through a table?
2: No, I think it should be a Holds Barred match.
1: Hmm. Because
2: there's been a lot of blood. With this. And did you see uh, the artist, I mean, the renderings for Orange Cassidy's new figure?
0: I did. I saw Jeremy Padour post out saying uh, they're, they're working on getting workable pockets, I guess.
2: Yeah, so you can put his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a, a, a top seller on Ringside Collectibles once that comes out, for sure. And yeah, so that was AEW Dynamite. And as I said, big two week event coming up this week fighter fest it was a pay-per-view last week last year this year they're doing it as a two-week event and now wwe's doing great american bash as a two-week event
0: <laughs> so which i, I uh, saw i saw dusty's daughter quote tweet or something and say oh better cut my mom a check and i don't understand like doesn't wwe own it
2: i think she was the one that came up with the name the great american bash yeah but doesn't wwe own it i i, I don't know and i don't really care Ah, uh, remember? So I, I saw something online. Somebody was talking about Halloween being on a, a Saturday, and how NXT should definitely do a Halloween Havoc.
0: Yeah, I mean, as soon as in your house had that said, I tweeted, "I want NXT takeover in your ha- uh, it, how- Halloween Halloween Havoc." Havoc. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, but next week, AEW is AEW is not AEW Dynamite. It's AEW Fighter Fest week one. We start off, we're do predictions for this. We'll do predictions for the, what is it, the June 8th show? July Next 1st, week, brother. July. <laughs> well, no, it's July 1st, but then the week after July 8th. Right, you said June. I don't know what my day. T- I been up since 4.50 in the morning. Give me a break, please. Give me, what about me? What about Chris? Anyway, first match, we'll start off and do it, prediction-wise. Private Party facing off against Santana or Ortiz. I'm saying Private Party.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say Private Party as well.
2: Right. Right. Party. We have more tag team wrestling as Jungle Express of Luchasaurus and Jungle Jack Perry will be facing off against MJF and Wardlow. I think MJF needs it. Yeah, MJF so, and
0: Wardlow. MJF is, uh, with, a, I think, an exception of one match, is undefeated.
2: Yep, he's undefeated in 2020.
0: So, like, MJF, is he number one contender for AEW championship? He should
2: be. Coming but it's also next, the same division like, as they the they...
0: TNT championship.
2: Yeah, so what do they do? Have the top-rated guy being MGF face off against Moxley, and then the next person faces off against Cody? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, I, listen, I would love it all out for MGF to win the title. Kind of come full circle. But it, I mean. it would
0: be against Cody.
2: Uh, for, no, for the AEW championship. Oh. Uh,
0: so, anyway. Mo- Moxley is still the IWGP US champion.
2: No, he isn't. He got stripped of it a long, long time ago. No, 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 no. That... No,
0: that was the first time.
2: He's it again. Then Archer,
0: yeah, Archer won it back, and then or Archer won it, and then he defeated Archer at the at the Dome show.
2: Really? Yeah. Uh, he he had to. Uh, and it was a, it was
0: supposed to be a normal singles match, but it turned into like a Moxley match. It made no sense. I still don't get it.
2: Yeah, he is. Wow, you're right. The current champion is John Moxley.
0: Yeah, so which which to me like if you were going to put the title back on Moxley, I don't know why you stripped him just because he couldn't make that match, but next up at Fighter Fest Jeff yeah, for the AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida defending the title against Penelope Ford. I am going to say Hikaru Shida.
2: I'm going to say Hikaru Shida also. I just don't see there's really no I don't want to say there's no competition for her right now, but I don't know. It's like, who, like, who else is in that women's division? You have Shida. Riho's disappeared. Um, well, I think she's probably in Japan. Statlander's hurt. Statlander's hurt. Which also, that brings up
0: another good point. Why are people who are injured on the ranking system?
2: Because they still have a record. That's,
0: to me, that's stupid, though. There are other people, like, if Chris Statlander can't compete, then she shouldn't be in the the current rankings. There are other people in the company who have who have victories or losses that could be on the rankings.
2: True. True. For, Next up, you I
0: was go say, ahead. For the AEW TNT championship, the unfinished championship that Cody loves to remind us of, Cody will be defending the title against Jake Hager. Obviously, Cody.
2: Obviously, Cody as well. And then the match that I'm looking forward to that we might have differences on. I Kenny Omega and Hangman Page will be defending their AEW Tag Team Championships against the Best Friends. I'm saying Best Friends.
0: I am also saying the Best Friends. And good really? riddance
2: to Kenny and, and Adam Page. Really? Good Do you riddance, think maybe they Skidambian. lose it and then all of a sudden one of them has a big meltdown against the other one that sets up a match for All Out 7?
0: Something has to happen. Like they they're, They've been the worst Tag Team Champions.
2: No, they're the greatest. Somebody, somebody uh, with the check mark said they were the best of all yeah. times. Well, wow. <laughs> well.
0: Like I don't, I really don't care how many days you've held the title that you've done nothing as a team.
2: Yeah, they've been in AEW. That's it. It's not like they're going around winning the WGP Tag Team Titles. It's not like they're going around, you know, winning the. What is? I don't know.
0: And then, and then at uh, the next, the next week or something, you could have. Uh whatever you like well actually i don't know ftr maybe they'll end up turning heel and that's how they get to face best friends and and win the the title
2: that could that's probably how it will go but
0: yeah but that was aew fighter fest hey chris got a match of the week
2: chris's match of the week chris's match of the week i sure do um, I spoke about them earlier on the show, and I'm going to keep speaking about them because I'm a big fan of their in-ring work. Uh, from this week's AEW Dark, John Silver and Alex Reynolds versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. I thought it was a great match. It was a great tag team wrestling match. Uh, so it's on their YouTube channel, so go check it out there. Johnny's um,
0: goatee, as you can see.
2: <laughs> yeah, It's not even a goatee. It's a beard. It's a full-fledged beard. And it is. You're right. It's absolutely spectacular. Um, and on that note, Raven... Who's shouting out? Hello there, it's
0: Randy Newman, and you're listening to Brandon's shout out because you got some shout out from Brandon. First shout out is going to Space Force on Netflix. Um, I watched the full season, I think it's a great show. It has a, that- an all star cast, which fills a, a Veep void since that's no longer on the air. I know I saw people saying that they did not like Space Force, but I enjoyed it.
2: Uh, And they are winning the trademark war with the United States government, (laughs) which I think is amazing. Uh,
0: The next shout out goes to The O.C., which I finally finished rewatching the whole series on HBO Max. And I finally, after 13 years and four months... Almost to the date, I saw the the finale. I was not able to see the finale when it originally happened. I was away on vacation, um, and it, honestly, I kind of kind of disappointed that it never got picked up by a, another network after it was canceled. But
2: or another streaming. So, how many seasons were there? Uh there
0: were four, but each season had like twenty six episodes, with the exception of the last, which had I believe sixteen. Wow! It's like when I was when I first started to rewatch this, I was like, when i was like okay we're at episode 20 gotta be the end of the season episode 21 where's the end of the season (laughs) it just kept happening but uh yeah, yeah so it's unfortunate but the last ride docuseries on wwe network gets the last shout out i've spoken about it as a markout moment of the week before but now it's finished and i think it deserves to be a shout out and um it was great. I, yeah, it was great. I just hate that all the news sites are reporting that Undertaker retired, leading to actual news sites reporting that Undertaker retired, which is not what's said in the series. It's hinted at, but it's not what it's. It's not what Undertaker says.
2: I know, but it seems like money.
0: They're making money off of that. They they released a Mark Calloway T shirt.
2: <laughs> mean Mark Calloway?
0: No, not even mean Mark Calloway. It's a Mark Calloway t-shirt with an image yeah. of the undertaker on it. <laughs> but yeah so it was a great series but do i believe undertaker's retired no i believe it, yes i don't believe that undertaker's not going to like have his last match as a taped match not in front of a live crowd or something that just doesn't compute to me i don't I believe that i think it's just a, a way to make money right now and it's never say never he says so i'm good for now but never say never so i don't think that's the end of undertaker i think it is i really don't but those are my shout outs now it's time for our Out. right our mark out moment of the week we just spoke about undertaker i have to obviously mark out because madison square garden posted a thank you undertaker graphic on their marquee and and tweeted and posted about it so i think that was cool marked out for that
2: yeah since you can't be in there you can see it from the outside Brandon. yeah um
0: (laughs) but i also i marked out uh i I don't even know how I wasn't expecting this at all, but John Legend was on the tonight show. Okay. And and John Legend brought up how he has no idea how, but his kids are randomly so obsessed with Scooby Doo.
2: Did you see the new one that came out, Scoob?
0: Uh, I didn't, but I guess I'm assuming that's why people are kids are obsessed with it.
2: Yeah. I saw it. We we, we watched it on the old uh Wow. Well, I'm you know.
0: confused as to why Matthew Lillard didn't portray Shaggy
2: in that. I don't know. It was uh, what's his name? Zach Efron?
0: No, it was wasn't it Will Forte?
2: Oh, okay, I don't Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Was Zach Ephron in that?
0: Yeah, I believe he was. I can't see that. That's a thing. I don't know. But they were talking about, Sco- like, Scooby-Doo as a franchise and everything, and John Legend was like, oh, there are so many different Scooby-Doo's out there. There's this one, there's that one, there's a WrestleMania one. And I was like, oh, my God, he knows about the WrestleMania
2: one. <laughs> I was right. Zac Efron plays Fred.
0: I, I had no idea. That's uh, insane. Will Forte
2: plays uh, Shaggy, Shaggy.
0: I did not know Zac Efron was in <laughs> Scoob.
2: Yeah. I knew, I was like, oh, that sounds like, uh," and then who, and then uh, Dr. Kenneth Jung plays uh, Dynamite.
0: You're going for his full name there. Yeah. But yeah, so I thought it was cool that that John Legend knew the WrestleMania Scooby-Doo movie, and it's cool because he's a past WrestleMania America the Beautiful
2: performer. That he is. That he is. Yeah. So very cool, very cool. I don't think I've marked out about a lot of stuff this week. I did actually. While I was in Walmart today, found the uh, the new Alistair Black uh, basic figure, so I got that for Jordan. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and that's that for my week. Really uneventful. Yeah. So the updated Minecraft stinks. Well. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> no, it's it's like when I'm trying to make a ladder, they instead of like taking the it, it's it's it, it, I can't I can't describe it right now so but anyway let's hit the show because um, it's probably really long
0: yeah 490 you could take us home
2: yeah 490 marking out 490 thank you very much 10 episodes left until episode 500 uh, and we thank you for listening to all these online listening experiences in podcast form since I can't say that at the beginning of the show uh social media facebook.com slash marking out twitter.com slash marking out youtube and instagram.com slash marking out 11. We have merchandise at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark Out. Um, I'm losing my train of thought because my wife is yelling at the kids in the background. She's not yelling at them, but she's talking to them about things. What, did we get some mail? Did we get good mail? No, she's not listening to me. Anyway, uh, before this <laughs> meltdown, we wish you... Uh, follow me on Twitter, Brandon, brandonbtt 161 and Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. We wish you the... Best Best of luck
0: in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.